This is a question I get a lot from people. Why do you carry that big camera around while traveling? I can get just as good photos on my phone. And yes, you can get amazing photos on a phone, but a smartphone has limitations to it, and there are certain types of photos you can only get on a proper camera. Types of photos that I love to take, but I also love to just have my smartphone with me on some days. It's a balancing act, and one that we are going to address today. Smartphone versus full camera. Which do you really need with you on your next adventure? This is episode 29 of the Travel Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Rob Massey. Thank you so much for joining me here today and for taking time out of your schedule to advance your photographic knowledge. The Travel Adventure Photography School is the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography. That's the photography business of me, your host. We're a boutique content creation firm that specializes in crafting images that speak to the heart. And the art we create is often done in some of the most beautiful places in the Rockies and around the world. And you can help support this show and get yourself a fabulous piece of art by purchasing a high-quality handcrafted art print from robertmasseyphotography.ca. This helps us keep the Travel and Adventure Photography School running smoothly and churning out high-quality educational content just for you. Now, with that being said, let's talk about smartphones and cameras and which one you need on your next journey. For this episode, we are comparing a smartphone to a full-size DSLR slash mirrorless such as those with an APS-C or full-frame sensor. I'm not thinking about compact cameras in this equation, mainly because they have been mostly surpassed and replaced by smartphones, and people only buy ones with a specific purpose, such as being rugged, waterproof, go-anywhere camera. So we're not going to really talk about those. We're comparing full-camera kits to smartphones. All right, so let's start with the advantages of a DSLR slash mirrorless camera versus a smartphone. Advantage 1. Overall image quality. The overall image quality available in a full-sized camera is leaps and bounds better than those on phones. Yes, a smartphone can produce amazing results, but on the whole, you will get much better image quality from a full-sized camera. This image quality will really start to make a difference if you plan on doing anything with your images beyond just posting them to Facebook and Instagram. Advantage number 2. Low light performance. Smartphones have come a long way in taking pictures in dark places but they can't compare to a mirrorless camera equipped with a fast prime. Smartphone images in dark places get washed out, are really grainy, and the computational algorithms used to create those images can have problems with moving subjects. A camera with a bigger sensor can handle noise better, and they also have a wider dynamic range for recovering information from the shadows. Most newer cameras also autofocus amazingly well in the dark. Just go check out what Sony and Canon can do with near blackout focusing meaning you can get in-focus photos way easier in dark places. So I will take a cheap mirrorless with a cheap 50mm 1.8 prime over a smartphone every time in these situations. Advantage number three, background blur. This will matter a lot to some and not at all to others. But the background blur and the bokeh coming off a lens is so much better than anything computational photography can create. It's not even close. Lenses fall off naturally, encompassing hair and other objects perfectly. And smartphones don't do this. They just don't. The portrait modes smartphones have do a mediocre job of cutting out a subject and applying an overall blurriness to the back of a photo. They don't deal with depth. They don't deal with flyaways. They don't deal with anything like that. With a simple, i.e. single color background and perfect hair, you start to get okay results with a smartphone but how often are you going to have that kind of a background in travel photos? 
the natural results of an optical prime are significantly better, of any optical lens for that matter. So I'll take that 50 millimeter prime over a smartphone every single time. Now, advantage number four, lenses. You get so many amazing choices to take with you, from walk-around telescoping lenses that go 16 millimeters to 275 millimeters, to beautiful, fast, but huge telephotos, to tiny pancake primes. You can get any lens you want to suit any situation. And the glass is just beautiful, offering superb image quality, sharpness, detail. They're just amazing. And true optics are much better than any digital recreations. You may be able to get a smartphone that says it has a 100 times zoom that is equivalent to a 500 millimeter lens, but 90 to 95% of that zoom is going to be digital, which produces horrid image quality, especially the more you zoom in. So the closer you get to that 500 millimeter range, the worse the picture is going to look. I've said it before, but stay away from digital zoom. Optical is always going to produce better results. So if you want some flexibility and you want some lenses that can be used in any situation, a proper camera is the right way to go. And advantage number five, not draining your phone battery. Taking a ton of photos on your phone will quickly kill its battery. The phone you need for maps, translations, texting, and so many other things, you're going to kill it by taking photos. You can carry around an external battery for your phone, so this may not be a huge problem for some, but bringing around a small camera to take photos doesn't drain your phone out, leaving it for all the other precious things you need, like awesome selfies. So those are five reasons why I love having a DSLR with me while I travel. Now let's talk about the reasons that your smartphone may be exactly what you need for the type of photos that you want on your next trip, because the smartphone can be the perfect travel camera. So smartphone advantages. Advantage number one, size. This is the most obvious. Your smartphone fits in your pocket. It's lightweight, portable, and a third the size of most lenses. The size and weight of your smartphone is its biggest advantage over a camera. Plus, you always have it with you anyway, so you aren't bringing along another item that you have to have while you travel, think about where you're going to put it down, all that kind of stuff. Having a phone that you're going to have anyway is a huge advantage over having to think about this big, giant camera kit. An added advantage to the size is the weight savings. You aren't carrying around nearly as much during the day, meaning you will have more energy to go longer and see more. This is also an advantage when packing, as you can get more into a carry-on bag without needing to worry about where your camera is going to go as well. Advantage number two, panoramas. You can shoot panoramas on a full camera, sure, but producing them on your smartphone is way faster and way easier. It involves no extra time or software, unlike those shot on a full camera. Just the ability to turn your body. And you can see the results instantly, share them instantly, everything. Panoramas are just way simpler on a smartphone. Advantage number three, selfies. Same as the panoramas, you can take selfies on a full camera but they are way faster and way more fun to take on a smartphone. It's way easier to just pull your smartphone out in a crowded place and take a selfie in front of a popular location than it is to set up a tripod and a timer or even put your DSLR out at arm's length. Plus, then when you're taking a bunch of selfies, your arm gets very tired. Everything about taking selfies on a DSLR just isn't nearly as entertaining as just pulling your smartphone out and snapping away. So advantage, smartphone for sure. All right, going on to advantage number four, Instant editing. Some cameras let you push images to your phone to edit quickly, but not all. And you don't want to be pushing all the images you take as that will take a long time and drain both your phone and your camera. 
But when shooting on your smartphone, you can start editing your images instantly. And there are some pretty amazing phone-based editing solutions on the market, meaning you can have full access to things like brushes, radio filters, and even basic sky replacements. This instant editing is great for when you are stuck waiting somewhere or when you just want to fix up a few shots instantly for social. Advantage number five, flexibility. One of the things that I really miss when having my full kit with me is the flexibility to do just about anything. With your smartphone, you can tuck it into your pocket, preferably a zippered pocket so it doesn't go flying out, and do pretty much anything on land. You don't have to think about what you will do with all your stuff, where it will go, how you will keep it safe while you are gone, nothing. Just stick your phone in your pocket and go. This flexibility is one of the biggest advantages of phones because there are days where you will have an amazing opportunity that you just have to say yes to, but can't because you're carrying around this giant camera. I miss some days where I can just stick my phone in my pocket and go because I have that giant camera. So yeah, huge advantage to having just your phone with you. And advantage number six, they're discreet. Big cameras can make you a target for scammers and thieves. Pulling out a big fancy camera in certain areas will draw a lot of attention that you don't necessarily want. Pulling out your smartphone for a quick snap, however, typically won't draw much attention at all. You don't really look like you have an excess amount of money, whereas a big camera can scream money to some people. And beyond just the safety factor, you can more easily get discreet photographs. Street performers or just doing street photography can be made easier if people don't realize you are taking photos. People just don't think twice about someone pulling out their smartphone to take a picture. A big camera, on the other hand, draws a lot more attention to you and what you are doing. So there are six advantages to using a smartphone for travel photography over a full DSLR or mirrorless. But now the question becomes, which one is right for you? So I have an idea. Ask yourself the following questions to help you decide. One, how much can you pack to go with you? Those with limited space or weight restrictions may be better off just taking their smartphone. Two, what are you going to take pictures of? Are you going on a safari? Then a proper camera is going to be much better than your smartphone. Are you going wandering a city? Then a smartphone may do perfectly for you. Think about the type of photography you want to do and are going to do on the trip. Three, can you overcome the limitations of a smartphone? Things like lack of access to proper telephoto capabilities, poor low light performance, and some autofocus issues plague every smartphone. Can you overcome these problems with the way you shoot or what you are shooting? Or will these limitations severely cripple your photography? Four, do you need to post instantly? If you need content to go up instantly onto various social media channels, then using a smartphone is the way to go. You can push from a camera as we've talked about, but if you need it up as fast as you can, you need to be doing live stuff, a phone is the way to go. Five, what are you doing with the photos? If you want to be able to produce the highest quality prints from your travel photos, then taking a proper camera with you is a necessity. You can blow up phone prints, but they will be much lower quality than blowing up those shot on a full camera. So decide what you want to be able to do with these images. And six, what do I already own? If you already own a flagship smartphone but not a camera, then do you really need to drop a few thousand dollars on camera equipment for this trip? Or do you already own a flagship camera but your smartphone is getting pretty ancient? Do you really need to spend another $1,500 on a new smartphone for this trip? Think about what you already have access to and what you use primarily. 
that will tell you a lot about what you should be taking with you. So asking yourself these six questions before your next trip, and they should help you to decide if you should bring your smartphone or your DSLR slash mirrorless camera. I personally have traveled quite extensively with my full camera, and there were definitely days where I was wishing I just had a good enough smartphone that I could just go out with that for the day because I didn't want to lug around the giant beast of a camera with me. And I have traveled with just a smartphone, albeit not a very great one at the time, and I missed having my DSLR on certain days just because I can't do nearly as much with a smartphone. It really truly is a balancing act, and it's one you need to spend significant time thinking about before you start packing for your next trip. So what do you think? Do you have a preference to either? Have you traveled with one or the other, both, and have you seen how you use them? Are there other advantages or disadvantages to each system that we didn't talk about? Send me a message. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this subject. I'm constantly debating the pros and the cons, especially when going hiking, because the weight of a DSLR in a backpack when you're hiking a thousand meters up a mountain is a lot of extra weight to carry versus just a smartphone in your pocket that I'm going to have with me anyway. So let me know what your thoughts are on this subject. You can find us on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School or online at TravelAdventurePhotographySchool.com and on Facebook at Travel and Adventure Photography School. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm really happy that you are taking the time to grow your photographic knowledge. Let's adventure. Bye for now.